Welcome back in. Happy to have you on board today. Our second to last show of 2023. Hard to believe that this year is almost wrapped up. Drew Locke didn't light up the stat sheet last night, but man, did he ever deliver a win for the Seattle Seahawks. Only 116 yards passing, but it's going to be all on him on this drive if he's going to do it. Second down and a diving catch by Metcalf. Locke airs it out. Metcalf downfield. He's got it. Locke, end zone. It is caught. Touchdown, Seattle. Smith and Jigba has put the Seahawks on top. That's right, Drew Locke, not just delivering a win for the Seahawks, delivering a win for my fantasy squad, Sir flex a lot continues on in the Superflex playoffs because of that DK Metcalf catch down the sideline. 92 yards on that final drive, capping it off with that beautiful toss to Jackson Smith and Jigba. 20-17 to was the final Seahawks down Philadelphia. He is our in-the-zone player of the night, presented by Underdog Fantasy. Use the promo code BRANDON and get your first deposit doubled up to $100. You can play their pick'em game tonight. Got a bunch of NBA games out there underdogfantasy.com or on their mobile app. Um, I was looking at the NBA schedule, by the way. This is now the second time in the last week that I've looked and said, oh, look who Victor Wimbanyama's playing. And I get to see Wimby versus LeBron for the first time. LeBron doesn't play. Tonight, ooh, the very first time ever, Wimby versus the Greek Freak. Wimby's not playing. So um, that's the NBA for you. It's the biggest issue that this league has is that night-to-night, the games that you want to get excited about, sometimes it's hard to, and I love the NBA, but this is the thing that annoys me the most, and it's part of the problem is it's a physical game, It's the season's way too long that you have situations like this, and the Bucks are 16-point favorites tonight playing against a Wemby-less San Antonio Spurs. We'll not be watching that. Yeah, no, no shot. Oh, it's it's Wemby that's out tonight. Wemby's out tonight. So it was Lebr- it was uh, it was LeBron that missed right. when they were supposed to play against each other at that point, and and he played against AD. So there's some you know historical minor I guess, intrigue. Yeah, some historical intrigue in that. But it, if you're talking about Wemby as this phenom, you want to see him go up against the other more established phenoms to see how he stacks up in those games. Not that he's going one-on-one with LeBron, but still, you know what I mean. Yeah, no, that's the two generational talents right there, and we had to wait an extra couple nights for it. On the text line at 50857, someone says, love the show. Well, we love you too. Uh, Another person here says, given the fact that Jalen Hurts was sick during his press conference and on the heels of a three-game skid compared to how the Niners talked after their three-game skid, not a good time to be on a three-game losing streak. I do not remember what the 49ers sounded like during their three-game losing streak, so hard for me to comment on that. Were they more upbeat? I mean, what they were going on a three-game skid, and you could look at injury as the reason right. why. Philadelphia is just looking around going, we got the same guys. Why isn't anyone performing? Look, at, And it's their offense. Their defense isn't as good this year. Last night was not lost because of their defense. Last night was lost because of their – got to score 20 in the NFL. You want to win games. 21 points is the magic marker, or the magic point. It's what you try to reach, and you try to blow past that, and you try to hold your opponents under. 
is that 21-point mark. Mm -hmm. If you exceed that number and keep your opponents under that number, well, you're always going to win the game. But you get what I'm saying here. Yeah, you don't want to settle for field goals. So this thought started floating around my head. Thought I'd flesh it out here, see if there's anything to it. Our guy Darren Stoltzvis is going to join us around the corner. Uh, some magic talk and a bowl preview. Patrick Patrick Mahomes is amazing. We all agree Patrick Mahomes is incredible. He's the best quarterback in the NFL. But is he getting a free pass for a bad year? Deep passing numbers alone. 796 last year, three touchdowns, no interceptions. That's passes 20 yards down the field or more with a quarterback rating of 112. That is really good stuff. And that's without Tyreek Hill. This year, 351 yards, one touchdown, four interceptions, with a quarterback rating of 34 in those same situations. He's already matched his career high for interceptions, and we have games to go. He's at a career-low 93 quarterback rating, which is a career-low by a significant margin, a career-low in terms of average yards per pass, and I think the, the Mahomes defenders out there, and I've been one of them, uh, and will probably continue to be, I just think it's a fair point to bring up. We're all just so in the bag for this guy because of everything he's done in his career, what he was able to do in the Super Bowl against the Eagles. The defense for Mahomes is, yeah, but his wide receivers suck. His wide receivers are dropping passes left and right. Travis Kelsey's getting old. And you can kind of see the deterioration around him. And that's the reason why. Would you like to take a guess at what team in the NFL leads the league in yards after catch from their wide receivers? I'll give you a hint. It's not the Dolphins, who have Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddell. It's not the 49ers, who have Debo Samuel and Christian McCaffrey and Brandon Ayuk. It's not the Eagles, with their two stud receivers. I'm sort of leading you in a certain direction. I'm, I'm going to guess that it's the Kansas City Chiefs. It's is the where Chiefs you're getting at? by a significant margin, by like 200 yards, 2,025 yards, number one in the league, yards after catch. What does that mean? Those guys are making hay with the ball that they receive. Now, we have seen plenty of drops. That is a very real issue and that uh, Patrick Mahomes has been dealing with. It's actually not the highest drop rate that he's ever dealt with in his career. 2020, he had uh, his receivers were dropping passes left and right that year, too, on going back and digging through some of the numbers. So that kind of shows, like, it's not all on them. It's partly on them. Uh, Right now, the average Patrick Mahomes throw, so from his hand to the hand of the wide receiver, is a smaller margin in terms of yardage distance than what you see from Baker Mayfield, Jordan Love, Brock Purdy, Sam Howell, C.J. Stroud. I could keep going. He's like middle of the pack in the NFL. This is a bad year for Patrick Mahomes, and I think it's important to say this for Patrick Mahomes, even with everything else that's happening around him. He himself is having a bad season. So... Here's where my mind went, and maybe not all of the quarterbacks, but a couple of the quarterbacks that I caught that you just ran off there. Um, Baker, Sam Howell, and there's another one. There's a difference between those guys and I think what's happening in Kansas City and why the air air yards per pass is lower for Mahomes this year. Because those receivers are on a tight leash. We, I'm not trusting you. 
to go and do a 12-yard Zegrao, a 12-yard curl, whatever it is. I'm not trusting you to do that stuff. You've proven me wrong too many times up to week 15 in the season. But Rasheed Rice, you're fast as anyone in the league almost. I trust you that you've been running a three-yard slant since you were six years old. Yeah. So I do think that there might be something there as far as it's it's less on Mahomes and more so on the receivers as far as their leash. You don't want to try to experiment too much. Kansas City has been one of the most experimental teams in the past couple of seasons with everything that they do, just because why not? They can. They don't have that kind of luxury this year, so I think they're trying to stay very basic and by the book. That downfield numbers, we can all think of a, a handful of downfield throws where receivers straight up dropped it. There was a missed pass interference. But that wouldn't show in the QBR, if I'm not mistaken. A, a receiver drop is not reflected in QBR, I don't to my knowledge. So. It is based on strictly the quarterback putting the ball in the right place, yeah. right time, decision-making. Those advanced stats are supposed to overlook that sort of thing. Right. So that, That's why that it's important to look the, at that. That being in the 30s, that is definitely something to note. Yeah. Because I, that's not receivers dropping balls. His receivers are having a terrible year, but he's having a bad year, too, and I think it's important yeah. to point that out. Darren Stoltzfus, Bull Preview, next. This is FM 96.9, The Game, on AM 740 and iHeartRadio. What's holding you back from learning the language you've always wanted to know? Too hard. Takes too long. Not with Babbel. Babbel's lessons take just 15 minutes a day. 